Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Well, hello and good morning. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great, fantastical weekend. Uh, I was absent from our Twitter space yesterday because the gent and I went to go see Adam Carolla at Stand Up Live here in little old Huntsville. I don't know how I knew he was coming because it was not well marketed. I think I was on Facebook and something scrolled by. It said, Adam Crowley in Huntsville. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, to be honest, I never, I never saw the man show. I knew about it. I knew of it, but I never sat and watched it, you know, like a regular viewing of anything. Um, and I know about his podcast. I listened to an episode or two. I'll watch him when he comes on a new, on the, on a news program as a guest and, or, or another podcast. I think I will start listening to his podcast he has with Dr. Drew. Uh, that looks kind of fun and interesting. So I know him. I know of him. So when he came to Huntsville, I'm like, Oh, all right, let's go see him. And cause I know stand up live is a very small comedy venue too. And I thought, Oh, that'll be kind of fun. Cause it's so small and intimate and have Adam Carolla there. I'm like, why is he coming to Huntsville? I don't know. But anyway, he was here and the gent and I went and, and went to his, his comedy thing yesterday. And it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I had posted on Facebook to a private group of girls that I'm with, um, saying that I was going to go see Adam Carolla. And one of the girls said, we saw him in so-and-so. And he said he was a little vulgar for hit for her taste, but he was still good. And so he, to me, he wasn't that vulgar. I, I was expecting more vulgar than what he put out. So anyway, maybe he does different things for different areas. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, it was fun. He was funny. So, and we got to do the little meet and greet afterwards, and I took my book that I bought of his, his latest book, and got him to sign it and got pictures with them. So anyway, that was, that was fun. Missed the Twitter space for that, though. And, uh, other than that, we had the Grand came on Saturday. I haven't been really watching the news again. I will say this, when we opened up with Mike Slater this morning on the Daily, the Daily News with Breitbart on Sirius XM Patriot Channel, no, I don't get paid for talking about them, but they do retweet me every once in a while, so that's kind of cool. I think right before Mike Slater comes on, they do this bit. They'll have like guest people on. Of course, they're usually famous. They have a book or something. <laughs> Although the, this last one this morning, I don't, I didn't recognize her name, but they give him like a minute or two to talk about what current event. I'm going to record something and send it in. See if they'll use it. <laughs> Carol Marks of Carol Marks Podcast. See if they do anything with it. Just for kicks and giggles. Alright, so anyway, Mike Slater this morning talking about... Oh, he he came up with a couple of things that kind of irritated me. <laughs> I mean, I love Mike Slater. I love Mike Slater. But he uh, is talking about... Oh gosh, what was it? Oh, the USS Kearney being under attack in the Red Sea of the Houthis or whatever they're called from Iran trying to close down the shipping lanes. And of course, his first thought out of, you know, out of the cage was, well, you know, this wouldn't have happened under Trump. Well, of course it wouldn't have, but we don't have Trump. 
So why? I don't understand that argument. There's a lot of people who do that. Well, this wouldn't be happening under Trump. Well, we know that, but we don't have Trump as president right now. So what is the point of that argument? We already know that. Let's talk about what is happening under Biden, because that's who we have. So I don't understand that that whole line of argument right there. Well, this wouldn't be happening under Trump. Well, no shit. Anyway, moving on. Then he thought, then he brought up another subject. I guess he got this idea from somebody on Twitter talking about what if all the only people who could vote in any kind of election were taxpayers. Anybody on welfare or not paying taxes or pulling their weight, they can't vote. We would have a totally different political climate, and that is true. But again, why bring that up? Because Why, why talk about that? Because that's not how it is. Why I don't understand bringing up these thought, these thought bubbles or whatever you want to call them to talk about because that's a waste of time to me. Well, why talk about that? Because that's not how, that's not reality. That's not how it is. Yeah, that would be nice if only taxpayer could, could vote. Everybody else, you know, they don't have any skin in the game, so they can't vote. Yeah, okay. But it's not how it is. So why waste your breath and energy talking about it? Now, maybe because he's a radio talk show host, maybe he wants something to talk about. But anyway, moving on, let's see. Oh, so I got something to say about this George Santos thing. I did write before, right before he was expelled, a couple of days before he was expelled, I wrote a blog entry for the Victory Girls. I call it a blog post because I hate to call it an, an article because it's not really an article. It's a blog post. Okay, let's be real here. So <laughs> every once in a while, I may slip and say article, but what I really mean is blog post because that's what it is. Anyway. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs from the story from the New York Post from Miranda Devine talking about uh, Republicans suckered into expelling George Santos and the most conservative voting record in NY. To hell with this place. I'll just read a couple of paragraphs and you can go over on my X feed and find it if you would like to read the rest of the story. It says, you don't have to approve of George Santos to understand it should have been left to his constituents in Long Island and Queens to decide on his suitability to remain in Congress. Nonetheless, despite a slim majority in the House and crucial votes looming as they head into an election year, 105 Republicans were suckered by moral vanity into expelling one of their own on Friday. The 35-year-old gay son of Brazilian immigrants, Santos had the most conservative voting record of the entire New York delegation, and now he is gone, taking his vote with him. To hell with this place, he said as he exited the U.S. Capitol after the vote, vowing revenge on the former colleagues who had turned on him. Perfect. Just what Republicans need. More friendly fire. Who knows? who will fill his place in the Democratic district he miraculously flipped last year. Governor Hochul has to hold, has to hold a special election in the next couple, next couple of months, and you can bet that the Democrats will use all their wiles to regain a seat that they had used to, to take for granted. Republicans' own goal. Santos is facing multiple criminal charges of, for wire fraud, stealing public funds, and lying on federal disclosure forms, and he already had declared he wouldn't run for re-election. 
So there was no need for his colleagues to intervene and break precedent. I agree. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. And then it has Miranda's take, if you would like to go on and read all the rest of that. It's pretty long, but probably very much worth the read. I highly suggest that. That's your reading material for this morning. All right, uh, that's really uh, all I had. Let's see, question of the day has to be Christmas-related. What was one of your favorite gifts as a child? I actually have two, but I'm going to go with one. It was a pair of ice skates, a pair of white ice skates, brand spanking new, not secondhand me down or anything like that. Because I think I, my other second favorite was a bicycle, but I think my bicycle was bought secondhand. But that's okay. It was a 10-speed bicycle. Loved it. And, but my ice skates, y'all, I love, you ever get a toy or something that you love so much as a kid that you would sleep with it at night because you didn't want it to leave your, your, your possession? You didn't want to like put it somewhere. You wanted to be with you all the time. Yeah, I did that with my ice skates. I love my little ice skates. And y'all, I would go out. We lived in rural Southern Ohio and there were no other kids that were close to me. <clears throat> I would go out by myself. Put on my little ice skates. Find it. We had a little, little teeny tiny pond, you know, that was close by in a field. I would go out there and skate on that thing by myself. God forbid if that thing had ever broken and I fell through. What the hell? <laughs> Whatever. But, you know, thankfully that never happened. All right. So what was your favorite, if you can remember, your favorite gift that you received as a child from Santa? All right. Gotta go. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy!